0: You're listening to hashtag no filter with Zach Peter. I don't know why every week lately, like I get so into the music that I like forget that I have I know, to host it's a this long show. intro and I'm like
1: You're dancing over there. I
0: was dancing. I was like vibing out. I'm like, Oh, what am I? am I at? Am I at a club? Am I at a concert? I'm like, Oh shit, I'm hosting a show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to welcome uh, today's guest. It's a, it's a musically inclined couple weeks. Today's guest is another singer songwriter and she's here to talk to me about her new EP and her new single. Please welcome Diana Demuth.
1: Hello. Thank How you for having me. I love
0: saying your last name. Do you like it? I said it, right, it? right, right? Yeah, DeMuth, Demuth, you did.
1: People always screw that up. That's so fun. Diana Demuth. I can just the say alliteration that like too.
0: all day. Yeah. How's it going?
1: It's good. I was in the studio all day yesterday, so I'm a little burned out, but...
0: Ooh, tearing up some new tracks?
1: Yes, we basically... I wrote a second half of this EP in like a week, and so we decided to just go and knock it out in one day. So we had a 13-hour day yesterday. Oh my god. And you did it? Yep, we did it, yeah. We had two video shoots, so it was...
0: that was a busy day it
1: was a busy day for me yeah (laughs) really busy
0: so was you shot two videos yesterday
1: yeah we did two live videos of the tracks being recorded in the studio
0: oh that's fun yeah
1: it was fun it's a little stressful because you kind of have to think about recording sounding good and also looking somewhat attractive yeah and so (laughs) it's a little stressful but we pulled it out it was really good it's fun
0: that sounds fun yeah for sure i want to do that i want to make a music video I think if I do a song, it'd be like a rap song. Yes. And that would look so bad. Well, those videos (laughs) are way
1: more fun to make than the videos I make.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. That's funny. Okay. So talk to me about your new track. It's called The Doorway.
1: The Doorway. Yeah. The Doorway is the single off the EP. uh, And it's basically about my childhood. Uh, Growing up, I was uh, super close to two best friends. I moved to Boston when I was five, and I met my two best friends. And it's kind of about us us growing up and... um, and, you know, going to school together and just kind of going through life together. And uh, I went away for a while and went back to Boston and saw them and had kind of this nostalgic experience with them. And I wrote the song, so. Nice. Yeah.
0: You wrote the song with them? Not or with them. Just to kind they of were with influence. Them they were influenced. With them in mind.
1: Yeah. Oh, nice. It was important to me not to... Um, cause I have, as do most people, a lot of love songs and I kind of wanted to do something a little bit different. So I thought writing about just yeah, like I childhood like
0: and Adele's kind of taken that category. Yeah, she's exactly. like came in and she's like back off. Yeah. She, yes. There's like Adele who has the love songs. and Then we have like Taylor no Swift room for who has the breakup <laughs> songs. You have to come up with like your new genre now.
1: I got childhood songs, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds kind of weird.
0: When's the memoir coming out? Uh, soon. <laughs> Very cool. Okay. And you have the track for us. I do. Let's listen to okay. that. Okay vibe out to this jam
2: I've made up my mind there ain't no use in pretending that anything goes the way that it was expected what's that song we were singing Leaving the town in my memory, it sounds so strange. The summer was long, we were flushed at our faces, throwing light away. Strange. The summer was low with a flower
0: A live performance by Diana. Yeah, exactly. No, it's <laughs> live. Gorgeous voice you have. Thank you so much. You are so talented. How old are you? Twenty two. Twenty two. Wow. You have a very mature voice, and it sounds mm-hmm. awesome. Thanks so much. Oh my god, that must be amazing to experience live.
1: I would hope so. <laughs> That's what we try for. Um, yeah, I mean, live we def- we get to do more with the show and stuff, so it's definitely uh, an experience. I have an awesome band, so. So yeah, yes, and you just
0: had a live show at Hotel Cafe, right?
1: Yes, we did last week. Um, How did that go? It was good. I was I really wanted to, like I mentioned uh, before, I'd kind of written a bunch of new songs, so I really wanted to get out there and just kind of gauge the audience reaction about them. So it was good to just we hadn't played them for anybody before. Okay. Um, they were literally written like the past two and a half weeks, so we just went out and we played them, and it was it was really good. It was a it was an awesome time.
0: How was the response? Good.
1: It was good. Yeah, I have a. a one of the songs we ended the set with a, a completely acoustic song which is a newer one um and that people like that one so that's cool that's always good nice. when you can play solo and people still like you yes no
0: absolutely <laughs> yeah very cool so did you there was a so- uh, was that where you debuted this song the doorway
1: the doorway's been debuted before okay um, is it available is it on sale it is soon to be uh out there in the world we are we're releasing it um so, yeah, so, uh, and the, uh, we had about four new ones that we played at this show that were, like I said, brand new, and nice. uh, people like them a lot, so that's great, and so that's what we recorded yesterday, and, yeah, it's exciting. Everything's moving. Everything's moving.
0: That's awesome. It's always a good feeling when things are moving.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for sure.
0: So you were, a, you auditioned for The X Factor, right? I did, yeah. How long ago was that? You were, what, 18? I was
1: 19. 19. I left school uh, and I auditioned, I left school my sophomore year, I was there for a year and a half, and I auditioned for The X Factor on a layover whim in Denver, Colorado, Okay, and ended up making it much further than anybody thought, nice. <laughs> because it's just not what I do really, it's yeah. kind of cover music, but yeah, it was a great experience, and, and so I made it through a bunch of rounds and was in LA for a while doing it, Um, and yeah, it was a really good experience, and there were a lot of great singers, um, but my thing is kind of writing music, so I ended, ended right. up not being the... You know the best thing for me, but yeah. the experience was awesome.
0: Well, who were the judges at the time?
1: Uh, there was Simon Cowell, Demi Lovato, Paulina Rubio, and Kelly Rowland.
0: Okay, it wasn't like when Britney was on, and she Britney was, was not <laughs> on
1: it. I was super pissed about that. <laughs> that, uh,
0: what's what was her name again? Not Kelly Rowland, not Demi Lovato,
1: Paulina Rubio, Paulina was a Rubio. She was Spanish a, popper, Yes, yeah, She
0: like, yeah. was fun to watch,
1: yeah, 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 she was. She's spicy, I, I liked her <laughs> accent, that was fun, yeah. <laughs>
0: I bet that was an awesome experience. So were, you weren't living in L.A. at the time?
1: No, I just got—they flew us out there if you made it to a certain point. So I got flown out there uh, when I auditioned for the celebrity judges. And, yeah, it was terrifying, you know. You're, I bet. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty scary. Um,
0: was it— I mean, what was it? Had any of them were any of them like your idols or people you were looking, you know, aspiring to meet one day? Or was it kind of like, oh, some cool celebs that I get to audition for? It was what a random occurrence. Yeah,
1: it was. I mean, it was definitely it was more like a cool thing. Um, okay. But you know, I grew up watching Simon Cowell on American Idol and stuff. Yeah, so I'd be lying. What was so I he wasn't.
0: like in person?
1: Oh, he's funny. I think he plays Is he as up hairy the, in person as he looks he's in photos. Really hairy. Yeah, <laughs> the shirts are that tight. Um, yeah right you like
0: see the nipples through and you're like this is awkward
1: yeah it was weird to see in person (laughs) but you know he's he's actually a good guy is the funny part about it but they play up the whole you know being a jerk thing on tv um but it was you know going out there and like seeing them in person it was it was very surreal it was definitely a little bit bit scary
0: yeah absolutely so now you have an all-female band right i
1: do i do the best band ever
0: why? Talk to me about that.
1: They, uh, I just kind of, I found them um, when I came here, and they uh, are all individually phenomenal musicians. And there was just kind of this chemistry that we developed when we started playing together. That's just been amazing to have. Was um, that
0: the goal going into it? Is you kind of were like, I want an all-female band or it kind of just happened or?
1: Um, I originally, I wanted a good band and it kind of just so happened that they they were all female. And we thought that that was a cool angle. But, you know, if we hadn't found the right musicians, we would have done, you know, whatever, whoever. But but the best ones ended up being the girls that came in. And uh they're all uh yeah, I mean they all have huge resumes and they're all kind of doing their own thing in the world, which is awesome. But we also come together for this music and it's a it's a great experience every time. I mean, they're truly uh some of the best players out there, which is it's an honor to be to be playing with them for me. And I've learned a lot just playing with them about music and kind of the, the industry and being out here and it's been a, a really great experience, yeah.
0: How is it different from where you grew up?
1: LA. Yeah. Um, I grew up in Boston. It's It's more of an industry city out here, I guess I would say. Uh, Weather's definitely different. Um, But I don't know. The weather
0: out here is awful. The view is awful. Yeah, I know.
1: It's horrible. It's raining all the time. Nobody should ever
0: move out here. Never come out here. Everybody that lives here needs to leave.
1: Um, but I don't know. I mean, Boston's my, is always going to be my home and I always have like, you know, a pull to the East coast, but, um, I feel like there's a lot more going on out here just in terms right. of what I do. There's always, you know, anytime you want to go out and play, there's something going on, which I think is really awesome. It's a lot bigger too. Um, and I like kind of being in spacious cities. So for me, it's perfect. Um, right. And previous to living here, I was in Portland, Oregon at school. And so I was there for a minute, and it rains there literally every day. I know. Actually, every day. I didn't see the sun for like a year. Oh, my God. It's so depressing. Um, But, yeah, I love it out here. I really do. I, I liked it right when I got here, and I still do.
0: Nice. Yeah. Where, what part of L.A. do you live in?
1: I live in, I lived in Highland Park when I first got here, and then I moved to Studio City. So I've been there for about six months.
0: Very cool. yeah. So, do you consider yourself um a feminist or someone that kind of you know is female power driven being that you have an all all female band or is that kind of just something that you have brought along with you, or is that kind of an objective of yours or
1: um i think i don't yeah i mean I think that that there needs to be um there need to be more really good female musicians out in the world. And um, I don't think there's enough of that out there right now. So my idea with this all-female band was really like, let's get this out there because people need role models that are really good female musicians that can actually play. Right. And these girls really can. So I definitely carry that with me. I think that's a really important thing and it's something we need in the world right now, for sure.
0: Absolutely. So what's your take on the whole feminist movement that's kind of growing right now, Um you know, with saying that women need to be equal to men and the the, the pay gap. How do you, I mean, what's, what do you, I mean, you know, I this totally, is kind of randomly throwing this I, at you, but no, I'm just I totally, curious. I would love to pick your brain.
1: Yeah. I mean, I totally agree with that. I think that oftentimes women are, are more capable than men. Um, So I don't, I don't know. I don't walk around waving like a feminist flag, but I yeah. definitely, of course I believe that. And I think especially in the industry, um, it's very male driven, especially male bands. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's kind of a, a stigma attached to a female band right. because you kind of think of like a pop band or yeah, something Spice like Spice Girls, Girls yeah. I I was going to say. And that's not really what it is. It's just right. a, it's just a good band. And it so happens that everybody's female. And that's kind of my mentality towards it. That's how I think about everything kind of in terms of that. If you're a right. girl, great. Yeah. Go do it. Go slay. I like thing.
0: that because it's not like in your face. It's more of like this happened. It kind of gradually came together. And, you know, we're doing our thing and we're rocking it.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yes. I like that. Yeah. For sure. So talk to
0: me about this new EP that you have coming out. What can fans expect?
1: Um. So the EP, well, the EP, to be honest with you, is now turned into a full length album. Okay. Which is, I think what we're going to do is put out. Uh, a couple singles and then slowly release it over time versus just the whole thing at once. Nice. Um, But, you know, the EP in large part is about, like I mentioned before, growing up and uh, kind of going away from home and then returning home. And then these newer songs that I've written are just, I had this like moment where I felt like after I wrote that EP, I was kind of like not being as honest as I could be in my writing and kind of hiding behind creative ways to say how I felt so these new songs that are part of the new album are much more straightforward. And they're okay. just like, this is how I feel. And um, I feel like I never, I've i have written since I was about 12 years old, but I feel like I never really uh, did that until now. It was just like complete honesty. Um, just in fear of, kind of i don't know it's 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 hard to kind of be that vulnerable and it's easy to hide behind things when you write right um but i just felt like the the it wasn't a finished project until i wrote these songs and and kind of brought that honesty out just for myself not not for anybody else but um yeah it's about the first half of it is kind of about um traveling more so and you know back and forth east and west and coming out here having experiences and then going home and Seeing family and that dynamic, and then this newer part of it is is about my experience out here more so, and the people I've met, and kind of everything that's gone on. So it's kind of a it's it's a lot of things mixed into one album.
0: What's one thing that shocked you most, um, either in a good way or a bad way, coming out here and experiencing L.A. and the entertainment industry, and kind of having to build your career in this city?
1: What shocked me the most, um, or
0: was it what you expected?
1: I had no idea what to expect, and I thought coming out here, I was like, I better just not have any expectations because yeah. this is—I—I—I I, I didn't know. The only experience I had with LA was that weird, like reality TV, and right. that's a completely separate <laughs> world. I mean, that's not the real world. So At I was kind of like, I don't—I don't know what to expect, and I think that actually ended up being beneficial to me. Okay, because I think when you go somewhere and you have expectations about what it's going to be like, a lot of times it's not like that, and you get disappointed. So LA was kind of like. I, I knew what I wanted to do, and L.A. has kind of allowed me to to bring it out here, and things have ended up happening that, that I didn't know or think would happen. Um, what shocked me the most, honestly, about L.A. is I didn't think I would meet so many great people right away because it is so spread out, and because right. it is an industry city, sometimes that can be tricky to kind of navigate your way through, but I ended up falling in with a lot of people that I that I really genuinely like, and that was surprising to me, uh, how quickly it happened, so that's been really a really great thing. That's nice. Yeah, definitely. Um, I met a lot of people through through open mics and all that, just playing shows. and Very cool. Do you have a favorite place to play in L.A.? Um, we've done most of our shows at Hotel Cafe, so that's probably my current favorite because that's kind of the majority of what I've done. Okay. Um, but I've played a bunch of smaller places around town. Uh, there's a place called Fox and Hounds in Studio City, which I really like to play at. It's where I go when I want to kind of run new songs by people and stuff like that. Uh, but but for bigger shows, hotel cafes is, is where it's at.
0: Very cool. Yeah, I, I I don't think I've been to Hotel Cafe yet. You
1: gotta go. It's awesome.
0: I need to go. What is is it like a? It's like a real cafe. <laughs> or Is cafe. that just the name?
1: No, it's like it's a listening room, but it's on the bigger side of kind of the listening rooms, and it's a kind of a big bar, and they have a main stage which we usually play on, and now they've just opened a smaller second stage. Um, and yeah, it's just like, you go there if you want to listen to music, you wouldn't necessarily go there and like talk over it and stuff, but it's a good, it's always a good crowd. And there are always like new people in there just filtering through because of the bar and stuff. And, um, I really love it there. Yeah. Nice.
0: Are you a big social media person?
1: Um, some days <laughs> some days i am and some days I'm not
0: do you use it at all to kind of um spread awareness about your music
1: yeah of course of course i think i mean every everything now is so social media driven right you would be stupid not to um absolutely but yeah i mean facebook youtube all that stuff instagram um i try to be as active as i can be on it um yeah
0: do you think that's helped your career
1: um i think so yeah i think If people go on a page, whatever page it may be, and see that you're kind of like constantly updating it, I think they're more likely to kind of join you in your journey going forward wherever you go. Just because, you know, people like to be updated and kind of drawn into other people's worlds, especially when you're in an industry, whatever that may be. So, yeah, I think it has, definitely.
0: What's your favorite social media platform? I feel like I'm addicted to Instagram. I was going to say Instagram. Really? Do you like the new instant? Yeah, I do. I like that. Um, I don't even know what it's called. I just know it's like the little plus sign at the top. Yeah, I don't of your know what screen. it's called either. The story, like <laughs> story, an Instagram story. Right. It's Instagram like basically story. Snapchat, but Instagram. Yeah, they stole. They literally stole Instagram. Okay. I don't I know mean, how they that. because <laughs> um, they don't have the filters. I so, feel like it's different.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's the same thing. I know it is the same and thing. I like it better. Um, but yeah, I love like scrolling through pictures. I just get. I'm addicted to it. Is really what it is. I'm addicted to Instagram. So yes, <laughs> it's
0: my favorite one. I go on all the time. I do too. Are you a big Twitter person?
1: Uh, okay, so Twitter, I'll have like days where I drink a lot of coffee and I'm like, just like need kind of an outlet for my thoughts. Oh, I and thought so I'll you just, were like,
0: one of those Twitter winers so like, I drink a lot and then I just tweet
1: stupid no, shit. No, <laughs> no. Well, that's happened, but regularly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll just like, and then some days I'm like, nah, I don't want to do it. But then yeah. I'm kind of sporadic with my Twitter usage but instagram i'm on all the time because you can be on instagram and you don't really like i don't really read people's twitters that much as much as i look at like photos and stuff because i just find it more entertaining yeah um but i'll go on you know i kind of have to be on it so
0: do you have an instagram guilty pleasure like is there someone you love to follow or somebody that you keep tabs on that maybe you shouldn't keep tabs on
1: I don't even want to like answer an that because I feel like there's so many. Um, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely do right? that. stalk my ex. Well, I, no, my friend, this is, like, not even a real answer, but my friend, put like, followed BuzzFeed food uh-huh. on my Instagram. And so all day, like, I'm just, like, hungry most of the day because I'll forget to eat. So all right. day I'll, like, open Instagram. And there's just delicious pictures of food. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty bad, right? It's not even a person.
0: <laughs> I like how there's, like, the... Um, the browse feature yeah and right. then based off of the photos that you like like I know, it mine comes, is weird it keeps coming up like more similar photos mm-hmm. and then I know when I'm like hungry because then like, there's all these like food photos and I'm like oh my god I've been liking too many food
1: photos I know my browse thing is like really weird the combination <laughs> of things that are on there it's
0: I love to follow like those people that are so into Instagram that like take all the selfies and do all the filters and they're just like so like you can tell they put so much time and energy into their Instagram feed. There's a lot of those people.
1: I know. One of my best friends. Is I love like to that. follow
0: them because it's just like so it's like watching a reality show.
1: I know. They're really, it's a lot of selfies.
0: It's the best. It's like
1: time consuming though. I I know. know like That's like a
0: full time job. You have
1: to like get ready and then take the picture. And then take several pictures from
0: different angles and different lightings. And I'm like, I don't have time for that.
1: (laughs) Some people do, I guess. Some people (laughs) do. Some people make a career out of that.
0: Right. Okay. I want to play a little game with you. Um, It's called hashtag trending and it's basically where I go on Twitter, on the spot, and I take the Mm. top trending hashtags and we have to come up with the tweet based off of those hashtags.
1: Oh God, okay.
0: Are you ready for this? I guess we're doing it. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so the first one is hashtag drain the swamp.
1: Oh God. That's pretty
0: random. (laughs) What does that mean? That's a bad one.
1: You go, you come up with
0: 212,000 tweets about draining the swamp. What does
1: that even mean? I don't even know. Drain the swamp?
0: WTF is hashtag drain the swamp. Oh my god! I have no idea what that is. It okay, just sounds gross. This to one's me. fun. Okay, okay. We'll hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Let's skip that. Swipe I left. Didn't think about
1: that one.
0: <laughs> 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 hashtag. I stay happy by. That's an easy one.
1: Okay, I stay happy by. I want to say eating. Eating was the first thing that came to mind because you were just talking about food. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hashtag. I stay happy by drinking a ton of
1: coffee. Do you drink a lot of coffee? I
0: drink too much coffee. Like it's really bad.
1: I actually realized since I moved here that I'm literally addicted to caffeine. Like if I don't have coffee in the morning.
0: No, you know what I take or what I started taking? Oh no. Oh my God. Like <laughs> it's, it's crazy because right I can geek out over the supplements. I take there's this one called <laughs> Tempered Tamer. I know it's so ridiculous. It's called Tempered Tamer. Okay. And it literally feels like you taste like um half like I think it's like one eighth of a teaspoon. You take like a I don't even know how you measure that. I just like take a spoonful. And this? it's so I mean the taste is like so bitter and strong and and it's really bad but it feels like you've had like six cups of coffee
1: okay so it's like a legal version of it's cocaine. like crack it, no okay. it
0: really is okay good. that's how hashtag i stay happy bye
1: so you don't drink coffee you just take this supplement
0: i do both
1: how are you alive right now I that's no like a idea. heart attack i know right oh my god i didn't I know, know i might that not stuff. make it to
0: next week so, <laughs> <laughs> so let's do one more okay. um
1: not during the swamp, though.
0: Hashtag fanny pack contents. that's not happening. You know you put um, in pack. The other ones are like TV shows, Scream Queens and New Girl. Do you watch either of those? I
1: watch New Girl. I watch Scream Queens. Okay, so we... It's like to so about. bad. It's
0: like literally following people on Instagram that are like obsessed
1: with it. I've never seen it. It's the bad... Really? like Have you seen New ridiculous. Girl,
0: though? No, I've never seen that one.
1: Seriously? Yeah. It's so good. Is
0: it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Is it about a new girl?
1: It's about a new girl. How
0: many seasons are there? I think I'm she's too like many. an old girl by now.
1: She's probably kind of old. <laughs> Zoe Deschanel. Like she's been
0: a new girl for quite a while. I minute. know. they don't. I don't. It's i got like
1: addicted to it. I just started watching it. was one of those things and then I didn't stop and now I still watch it and it just <laughs> kind of snowballed.
0: <laughs> I love it. Okay, so what do you think is the biggest lesson you've learned, you know, moving out here to LA, trying to become a musician?
1: The biggest lesson, I think that. It is very easy to – it's a roller coaster. Like some days you have a ton to do, Mm -hmm. like my yesterday of just two videos and an EP in one day. And then there's also spells where it's not as busy. And I think it's really easy to get emotionally drained by that because it's not a consistent schedule. So I think what I've learned, the biggest thing, and I'm still working on it, is kind of how to deal with that and be patient with that process okay. because it is so up and down. It is a process. Exactly. It is a process. And I think a lot of people expect success overnight. Yeah. Um, and it's this, unfortunately, is an industry where you can work really hard and it takes a long time uh, to get where you're going. Right. So I think the biggest thing is patience. I would say just okay. since being out here, I've kind of had to learn how to, like, Put a lot of effort into something and then take a, a backseat for a second and kind of just let it be what it is and and move on to the next thing and not have a lot of expectations because you just don't know what's going to happen. Right. Um, and I think, yeah, I think just just being patient and also believing that what you're doing is what you're meant to be doing. And that sounds kind of simple and cliche, but you know, you, you've you got to be your number one fan and, yeah. and your number one believer. And then, you know, people hopefully will eventually get on board, but it all starts with you. And, uh, yeah, so I think a lot of this this year has been kind of that self-belief and also um, just just going with the flow and being, being patient and accepting whatever comes my way, you know.
0: Nice. Yeah. If there was a piece of advice you could give yourself before you made that leap to move out to L.A., what would it be?
1: Um... Not to take everything so seriously. Okay. That's another thing. I think that's a good one. That's like, that's also, I think, because I'm so attached, obviously, to what I do and I love it so much, it's easy to get really wrapped up in everything and you kind of forget to laugh at yourself. Yeah. Like, I had this show, it wasn't a big show, but it was a show. And I fell when I was on oh the stage. And I was just like, I fucking hate everything. Um, but then I was like, I don't know. I think you have to also have a sense of humor about everything. Yeah. And if I, I kind of came here and I was very, very serious and very driven. And I am, but I think it's also important to know uh, to when to laugh. Yeah. Cause there's a certain and way... when to laugh at yourself. Exactly. You have to be able to laugh at yourself and just kind of brush things off if you want to keep moving forward. You know, it's like people that take everything so seriously. It's it's a pretty short road for those people. You got to be able to exactly. laugh, you know? Yeah,
0: Absolutely. Um, what's one takeaway that you want people to leave with by listening to your music?
1: Mm, I kind of, with my music, I, I try to let it be whatever it is to that person. Um, the reason that I write is to tell a story, just okay. to kind of get it off my chest kind of a thing. And I think I've done my job successfully when people are able to listen to it and relate that back to their own experiences. Yeah. Um, so if, you know, and I think that's what any great artist does. So I think if you, you listen to one of my songs and it reminds you of something in your life and you feel that same way that I wrote it, was feeling when I wrote it, I think that that is, is what I hope for when I write. Yeah.
0: Nice. Do you have any muses?
1: Lots of muses. Yeah. Um, I mean, growing up, I listened to James Taylor, Bonnie Raitt, Katie Lang, Bob Dylan, all that kind of older stuff. And I listen to a bit of everything now just because I like to see what people are doing out in the world. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I listen to a lot of indie stuff and uh, not as much pop anymore. But the older older stuff I like just because it's more lyrical, I yeah. find, uh, than a lot of what's out there right now. Um, but yeah.
0: What, what genre would you classify yourself as?
1: I think it's folk rock. Okay. Uh, it's got some influences of, especially when we have the full band, it's got some blues, some jazz, even a little bit with the newer stuff. Um, but But the base of it is folk rock, yeah. Nice. Do you have any
0: mm-hmm. upcoming shows?
1: Um, we're we're kind of taking a backseat on the shows for right now, just because we're trying to finish the the record, and I have to go in and do vocals. And then I'm sure you know within the next month or two, another Hotel Cafe one, just to kind of keep bringing material out to people. Very cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah.
0: What social media handles can people follow you at?
1: Uh, so my Facebook is uh, slash Diana Demuth Music. YouTube is slash Diana Demuth. Instagram is Diana underscore Demuth. Mm. Twitter is Diana Demuth Music awesome yes
0: thank you so much diana for coming in studio and chatting with me thank you for having me everybody needs to go and check out her music her new track is called the doorway and be sure to to stay tuned for her upcoming ep Catch her at the Hotel Cafe. I'm sure she'll be there again very soon. I will. Thanks, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe every Wednesday on iTunes. Follow me at Just Plain Zach across all social media platforms. And follow Diana. And be sure to take lots of food pics so that she can then go and stock your page and like all your photos. All right. I'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.